Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. All right, it's another four on the floor here at Academy Games. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. It's a dirty, it's a dirty rumor. It's not true. It's not true. But I'm here with Ufa and Gunter Eichert. Am I saying that right? Eichert? Eichert? Close Eichert. Something yeah. like that. We've been called much worse things. Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm like, I have like the town butcher shop. You bring your name in there, I'm going to butcher it for you. <laughs> uh, so anyway, what's going on? What's, what's hot with Origins Academy Games? Tell me what's what's well, hitting. We have our Agents of Mayhem that we're showing for the first time letting people play it in events and stuff cool. here at the show. So that's going to be shipping in September. People can still late pledge for it. And then we're also premiering Tutors, our, our worker placement Euro game nice. about Henriette's Court. And that Kickstarter ends Monday. So get in on it quick, quick. Well, what really makes it so cool <laughs> is that it's a $60 Kickstarter uh-huh. for a $75 game. But Kickstarter exclusive, over 72 miniatures and beautiful 28 to 32 millimeter, highly detailed medieval lords and ladies that only the Kickstarter people are going to get free with their Kickstarter. Whatever we run over and everything are going to be very exclusive. We're going to mark them at $50, which is still cheap, but they're they're gone. They're not going to be in distribution. Kickstarter people get them for free. So 72 beautiful, really high-detailed miniatures. Very cool. Miniatures are like the thing. Like You guys have been doing games with minis and stuff for a while, but it's getting like to be that hot thing. So that's really cool. Well, you know, in this case, though, it isn't just a... It really adds so much to the sure. gameplay yeah, because yeah. the game comes with little wooden meeples, which are cool. Yeah. But 28 really high... In, we're well, going to make them so you can paint them. I think after the popular miniatures, the next stage is real examples of the things you're building and trading. Yeah. So you'll have Settler's Gatan with things of wool and some <laughs> clay and some wood that comes in the box. So You yeah. know what? You know that the pet rock sold. Why not? Why not a piece Why? of clay? Yeah. What a genius. Hey, do not publish this. This is NDA. <laughs> all right, this all right. Is not I got secret. it. <laughs> all right, so what else, what else can we know about you guys? What well, you've got Kickstarter happening now? Uh, what's what's next for you guys? Well, first, Vikings won uh, our latest game in the Birth of Europe series, awesome. in the Birth of America series. Won a War Game of the Year from BGG. Great! So it's getting fantastic reviews and response from people. Awesome! And uh, we're going to be launching another Kickstarter for the Birth of series later this year. Awesome. Our first sci-fi one in that oh, series, Birth cool. of Soul. Wow! Ooh. A war in our solar system. No and kidding. What makes it so cool? All the planets move in the board. So planetary rings are moving at different speeds, and it is. So your relative position changes. That is very cool. All right, well, there it is. That's four on the floor with Academy Games. Guys, thanks so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it, Jeremiah. It's Lei. And uh, next time, Uwe Eichert. Eichert. All right. (laughs) Thanks, guys. You You have a great one. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Hey everyone, it's another four on the floor. This time I'm at Solar Flare Games with Dave Killingsworth 
And uh, tell us what you've got for everybody to see here at Origins. So we just got our brand new uh, game, Robotech Force of Arms. It's a 1v1 card game based in the Robotech universe, uh, focused on the Macross part. Uh, later this year, next year, we're going to be working on the next two, the next gen, uh, Priasis Point, which will be Masters, and then uh, Invid Invasion, which will be New Generation. So we're going to basically build three games like you're playing the TV show. And then we've got our more established games out here as well, which is Nightmare Forest, Dead Run. Uh, you and your friends go out to the woods for camping. You wake up, and all the animals somehow have been turned to zombies. First person to fight their way out of the woods wins, and unfortunately, everybody else gets eaten. Um, then we have the sequel, which is standalone, called Nightmare Forest Alien Invasion. You go back to the woods a year later with, obviously, new friends, and you find that the force has been overrun with aliens. You, using gear and experience and combat tactics together, it's a true co-op, uh, everybody has to work together to defeat the aliens before the turn timer runs out. If there's any aliens left, you lose. And if anybody dies, you lose. So it's a true co-op. Um, but lots of fun. It's great for uh, when you have friends who aren't big-time gamers. All of our games are less than an hour. Actually, Robotech's less than a half an hour. Um, so our games are meant to be light, easy to learn, lots of fun. Um, so when you have those non-gamers, they're like, oh, I can try that. And if you have hardcore gamers... Beating the game becomes the big, the big, big tactic you're trying to do. So it's good for all kind of levels of gamers. Cool. So how long have you guys been doing this, and what made you think, hey, let's make some board games and go to these crazy shows and sell them to people? <laughs> so we've been at it for about five and a half years. Um, I met my wife about six and a half years ago, and inherited three stepdaughters who are all tied to their cell phones. And so the goal here was to make some stuff that they could sit down with us, and I'd get them interested, and then I realized. Hey, we're making a lot of games that are really good for families. So Solar Flare is really about driving into, you know, non-gamers, gateway games, and spending time with your kids because, you know, when you have teenagers, anything more than an hour is going to be, you know, they're not going to play Twilight Imperium with you. But they'll play these games with you and have a lot of fun because there's jokes and humor in all of our games, except Robotech because it's an IP. But even then, we figured out ways to lean into the IP that people who are Robotech fans go, oh, that's awesome. So, that, you know, so a lot of that stuff. Very cool. All right, well, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And again, check it out. We're at Origins. We'll see you next time. Stay tuned for more. You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today. Hey everybody, welcome back to Board Games Daily, powered by Theology of Games. This is AJ Skiftstad, and I am bringing you some news today from Origins 2018. The game fair was awesome. We were there running around the exhibit hall trying out all sorts of new games. Ton of good stuff. Theology of Games had its booth running, and they were doing interviews and reviews on the hour, every hour of some of the latest and greatest games. Here's some of the stuff that I was checking out while I was going around the exhibit hall. One of the newer games that came out by Simon Games was called Dragon Castle. Now, I always I always get this wrong uh, when I say this name, but if you remember the old computer game, I think it was called Mahjong or Mahjong or something like that, where you had all the different tiles and like this ancient kind of Chinese um, tapestry of tiles that were stacked on one another. They had, different, they had different colors, they had different numbers on them, different shapes on them. 
What you could do in that game essentially with, with your computer was click on two tiles that were matching each other as long as they were on the outside edge of the structure of tiles and then you could delete them from the, from the uh, temple of tiles that was there or the structure of tiles. And essentially what you wanted to do in that game was get rid of all the tiles, but eventually you would get locked up if you didn't play strategically enough to the point where you would look at all the tiles and you had no more matching tiles on the outer edges, meaning you could not deplete them from a row. That was Mejong, the, the, the original game for a computer. What this does is it sets up that board in the middle of the table and it's a ruined and destroyed dragon castle is the theme um, that is out there. You are uh, challenged to rebuild that temple and please the dragon spirits or whatever by building the newest, coolest temple. So just like in Mejong, you're gonna go ahead and take uh, two tiles that match and you're gonna play it onto your player board. Now, you get a bunch of different bonuses for playing tiles in a certain way. You get points for uh, having four or more tiles adjacent to each other. When you have that many adjacent to each other, you flip them over to gain a certain amount of victory points. But the catch is, is every time you have four or four touching each other, you have to flip them immediately if they are touching each other orthogonally. So you want them to touch each other diagonally for a while and fill in the spaces so that you can get more touching each other orthogonally before you have to flip them. Because if you have like eight touching each other orthogonally and flip them at the same time, you're gonna get way more points than if you have four touching. So that is one of the aspects of the game. They all have to be the same color in order to flip them. Um, so you're gonna be building different colors of red, yellow, blue, and green, and black. There's a lot of other elements going on in the building of this game. Um, there are some goals that are out on the board for building things a certain way that you're gonna get bonus points for. You can build shrines, these little plastic um, like temple toppers that you put on top of your flipped over tiles that are gonna gain you victory points depending on how high those tiles are stacked. It's a great game. There's lots of different ways to win. It's abstract, it's strategy, but it's beautiful. You've got these ceramic tiles. It's absolutely gorgeous. The theme is, eh, it's okay. I mean, the theme is there, but um, it's just like, eh, whatever. What's super fun is grabbing these tiles, seeing if you can get what you need before other players get what they need and build the best temple possible. I absolutely love this game, Dragon Castle. Uh, MSRP on it's 50 bucks. You can get it at local game stores for maybe 45 or Amazon for 45. I would pick this game up in a heartbeat. I didn't at the game fair because I had my buddy who did, who I play games with all the time. So check out Dragon Castle by Simon Games. You're going to love it. I'm, I'm almost certain of that. If you like abstracts, you're going to love it. All right, that's it for now. Stay tuned for more stuff that came out of Origins. Check you later. Okay, everybody, here we are talking about more of Origins Game Fair 2018. What did we see? What did we play that you might want to check out? Well, when we did our sneak peek to the Origins Game Fair, we talked about a game called Century Eastern Wonders. It was the follow-up game to uh, Century Spice Road. And I, I am going to kind of talk about that in this segment. But what I want to talk about in general is Plan B Games. Plan B Games was the place to be at this convention. They had the games that everybody wanted. They had the games that were selling out, and I'll tell you about it right now. I got there on Thursday, and I was in there the moment the exhibit hall opened up. 
I walked past Plan B Games and I thought, I know I want to get Century Eastern Wonders. This game looks great. I, I've, I've looked into it. I know that it's one I want to add to my collection. I thought, I'll come back to it later and I'll get that game. Well, about, uh, you know, 45 minutes rolls by and we get back to Plan B Games. There is line around the booth itself going all the way down to the front of the exhibit hall because people wanted their copy of Century Spice Eastern, excuse me, Century Eastern Wonders. This game sold out by noon on Thursday. Not only did it sell out with the game itself, they sold out the play mats too. So I got in line in that moment. I picked up my copy of the game. I thought, I'm not gonna pick up my play mat yet. I just wanna, I wanna save my money and if I really want the play mat, I'll go back and get it later, right? They've gotta have one play mat to match up with every game they sell. I was wrong. Some people just went and they just bought their play mat so they could have their play mat when they got the game later when it comes out in August. I was shocked. It sold out so quickly. They sold out Azul right away. Uh, just, uh, they sold out Century Spice Road right away. There was no Century Spice left. The only game they had left uh, that was one of their big new games was uh, Reef. Now, Reef is their second game in the Azul abstract line. It's nothing like Azul at all because obviously you're building coral reefs onto a grid-based board. And I'm not really sure how the game plays. I didn't sit down to play it because it wasn't speaking to me when I saw it. It had these plastic, bright, colorful plastic pieces. They look like the big Legos, like the, the toddler Legos. I was like, what? What the heck is this? So, you know, uh, people were buying Reef up, but it did not sell out. Uh, that's the second game in the line of Azul Abstract Games. Uh, Century Eastern Wonders is the second game in the Century uh, line of games. And it is awesome. I picked up my copy. It's a pickup and delivery game. It's not boring though. It plays quick enough that you don't get bored. It also has a lot of strategy. It's a beautiful looking board that changes every time you put islands out and uh, your strategy is gonna change every time. So if you like a quick pickup and delivery game that plays, uh, you know, roughly within 45 minutes, this game is gorgeous. Lots of strategy, little luck. Uh, the, the luckiest thing that can happen to you is for you to have a new victory point tile flipped up on a port near you that just happens to be what resources you already have. That's very, very lucky if that would happen to you. I like that because now you just have to strategize. If you get lucky, that's, it's, it's rare. So there's a lot of strategy in this game for a pickup and delivery game that plays this short and looks this beautiful with this little luck. I'm in, I love it. Check out Plan B Games. They're doing wonderful things in the industry right now. Um, I'm, I'm all for them. Uh, so check out some Plan B Games stuff. There's a lot of cool stuff coming out. More to come on Origins today. Stay tuned. Check you later. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table. <laughs>